strap in, not on, and turn up the volume. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. I got my co-host. Uh, he's here two times a week, maybe more coming up soon. We'll see. Sean Yerkeron live here in the studio with me. This segment of the Free Range Human Show of Choice is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. they got two locations to serve you, one right there on Ridgecrest Drive in Madison and one right there in Fairmont Plaza in Pearl, Mississippi. Hey, look, it, you may be thinking to yourself, Clay, I don't know if I'm going to get that into the weeds doing jiu-jitsu and all that. Hey, no problem, man. They've got adult kickboxing classes where you can get in, man. It's a great non-monotonous workout. You get a good aerobic uh cardio type workout and you can also you're going to become more limber because you're stretching and uh, hey look kickboxing is still fighting so you're going to learn some self-defense while you're uh getting your cardio on and you may and you may be saying well what about the kids well hey they got you covered they have children's classes it's going to teach them discipline respect some bully prevention and uh, i go back to discipline all the time you start learning that discipline at a young age get them in there you will not regret it. They will not regret it. They will love it. <clears throat> also, they have women's only self-defense classes. It speaks for itself. It's women only are allowed, and it's taught by a female in a no-male intimidation atmosphere. I understand that. I ain't got no problem with that. Uh, there's a lot of people out there like that. I know there was women-only gyms for a long time. So, hey, if that's your thing, by all means, go in there, sign up for that. And guys, girls, if you want to do full-on jujitsu, go learn from one of the best right there. He's a hoist Gracie Black Belt. He's Chance Shepard. He's a lifelong Jacksonian or Tri-County area guy. He's from here. He he didn't. What did he say? I grew here. You flew here. He grew here. Yeah. Good where are people. they located, by the way? They got two locations. One in I'm not exactly sure where Ridgecrest Drive is in Madison, mm-hmm. but Madison folks would know where Ridgecrest Drive is. Okay. I assume they have no idea where that is. And then is they it. have the location in Pearl, right there at Fairmont Plaza. Okay, I believe I that's that on is. Highway 80 there. Yeah. Yeah. So they got two locations to serve you. Here's a great deal. First week free. Mm. Sean, we ought to go one night. I know. Every time, and I'm not just saying this because they're advertising, but every time I'm not on the air with you and you read it, I'm like, God, I really want to go do that. We, we I should. just don't have, like, I try to figure, you know, you're super busy. I'm super busy. It's like, but I always am like, it's just something I want to do. Here's the best time for me to go mm-hmm. a Tuesday night. Tuesday night. When I'm off on Tuesdays, because mm-hmm. I, do, I, I don't have to rush. To get somewhere, yeah. A two, I, I'll commit to a Tuesday if they offer it on a Tuesday night. Okay, and we will do a Tuesday night. I think we ought to go do it. Do it that try it that first week or yeah, something. yeah. I'd love to do it. I really, I keep thinking like that. That sounds like a lot of fun. I see a lot of guys our age too on Facebook mm-hmm. and stuff going and doing it, and they look like they're having a really good time. A lot of police officers and things. So. Man, I, and I do not mean this is a knock at Mr. Kim Wade at all, but Kim Wade, you know, getting on up there a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's in his mid sixties there. Yeah, Kim Wade goes and rolls. Oh, does he go over there? Well, well, he, he, he doesn't go. He goes to a different place, but he does jujitsu. Because, well, he's he's an active guy. He uh, yeah, goes, goes to CrossFit with yep. me. You know, he's been there for years. That's how I met him. I met him before. I met him years ago. Yeah. And it, let me tell you, you'll love this story. So the first time I went, I was working out there, and I didn't know who he was. I didn't know he was Kim Wade. And uh, so we were doing like a teamwork. It's like 2019 or something. And we were doing a team workout. And after, and everybody knows, you know, I'm obviously a Democrat. Liberal. So after I got done um, working out, uh, the coach was like, you know, you just worked out with Kim Wade. I'm like, Really? <laughs> Did you just put me with Kim Wade? And I was like, oh, my God. And then after that, I started talking to him. I'm like, man, I really like this guy. <laughs> like, he's an awesome dude. And we've become friends ever since. So. That's that's good stuff. <laughs> you know. Well, uh, finishing up the ad read here real quick, uh, GracieSouth.com, 
for more information. Again, first week's free, and then after that, if you want to sign up and continue going, if you'll mention that you heard it here on this little this little radio show, this little podcast, as some folks call it, just say uh, you're going to get twenty percent off moving forward. So uh, take advantage of that. Take advantage of that. We appreciate them guys being a part of the show here. Like I said, man, I grew up with Chance in South Jackson. Man, he used to have a little mini truck that I always thought was cool. It's funny when you remember your friends' trucks when you were a kid. Kids had a white Isuzu with a half cab with a sound system, and I always thought that was the coolest truck in the world, and that's why I ended up with an Isuzu. I think I may have even had a half cab at some point. Then I got a snug top. Anyway, irrelevant. He's a good guy. Uh, he's big in the community. And here's one of the great deals, too. Chance is used to be a professional bodybuilder. He can help you out with your meal plans, you know, your meal prep and all that stuff, your nutrition. And I believe he'll, you know, he'll do that at no additional charge if you're, uh, if you're, if you're over there taking those classes. So that that in and of itself is wor- is worth the money if you're serious about getting your health in line. So check them out, GracieSouth.com. All right, Sean. Let's see here. Okay, we've been on Jackson stuff all morning. Yeah, and I'm kind of I'm kind of I, I hate to veer off from it. You know, okay. when you when you're, you're on to something. Yeah, you, you go with a hot hand, right? I spent three hours in Martin's on Sunday talking about Jackson stuff. It just you can get stuck on it. It just it yeah. sucks you in. It, it will, and we uh, look. We'll get. To, I'm just gonna be honest. The Trump stuff, mm-hmm. not unexpected. Yeah. It, it, we don't know anything yet. It ain't been done yet. It's just hearsay. It's a witch hunt. We're gonna we're gonna riot in the streets and we're gonna burn this mother trucker <laughs> down. Let me tell you this they, real quick. If they indict Trump, okay, that, that's how I feel about it. The target letters are. It, it doesn't. I mean, he probably is going to get indicted. I think. Yeah. We don't know for what yet. There's a lot of theories, and you're right. We can speculate a lot of what it is. And but the um, one thing I do know about target letters, just because you get a target letter, you don't always get indicted. Yeah. I mean, there's lot of people that get target letters, they don't get indicted. Okay, explain so. to me. What it it sounds like it just is it is what it says it is. What is a target? Exactly. I don't know what, that I'd ever heard that they're saying you're now a target of an investigation. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And I think in this letter they uh, asked him to come testify before the grand jury. I believe that's or, correct. Or, or co- yeah, or speak before the jury or something, something like that. And everybody says no to that, of course. And and it's just uh, it's sometimes that the the FBI or the Department of Justice will send these letters out, and they won't indict people when they do it. I mean, there's times that happens too. I think in this case it's different. I think we all know that he's getting indicted and for whatever it is. We just don't know what it is yet. Sure. It'll be, you know, uh, and they said for January 6th, I mean, well, well, what for January 6th? Then it said for trying to overturn the election. Well, the election was stolen. I mean, I know we disagree on that. Sure. I mean, but, but at the end of the day, is it, well, is it for the, is it trying to forget the election overturned or is it for inciting a riot on January 6th? I mean, there's a lot of facets to what I've read. So, right, the inciting a riot, riot thing is one of the things. The problem, I think, obviously, with prosecution is that is, is a political speech part. Is was was what he was doing? Was he actually inciting a riot, or was it p- protected speech? Was it a First Amendment riot? I think that's the problem. The crux of this, though, seems to me, and, and I don't know yet because I don't know what they're going to indict him for. This is just all speculation. What I see is the um, fake electors conspiracy. That's the problem for him. Now they're just indicted uh, Mississippi. I mean, Mississippi, Michigan Attorney General indicted I think sixteen people in Michigan for that in that scheme that. They're saying their defense. The people in um, Michigan that got indicted, a lot of them are saying that you know we were put up by the Trump campaign to do this. So I, there's, if anything, I think this is just my opinion. Anything that's going to come out of this, the, the the thing for Trump is the fake elector scheme. That's what would get him. And they've got Rudy Giuliani was on TV yesterday saying, you know, I've not got a target letter, and I'm thinking that's because you're the one who flipped. 
I mean, I think he's the one that flipped. I think Mark Meadows flipped. And that's that's going to cause some really, real big problems for Trump if that's the case. But we just don't know yet. It's hard to comment on what it is. Sure. I just don't know what it is yet. Let's, let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Morning, gentlemen. How you doing, brother? Good. How about y'all? Good, good. Talking about January 6th, Trump had the National Guard troops up there. My boy was deployed up there. He said when they got up there, you know, he, he was young at the time, you know, fresh in the military. Well, they said they gave them the rifles and they took them away from them so they looked too discriminating. Well, then they gave them their sidearm with two mags. Well, then they took the two mags from them and then they ended up taking their, their sidearm from them. And said so the people was hollering and screaming, calling them baby killers and they ended up pulling them and sending them back to the rooms. So who stopped that? We all know who did. Pelosi did. Well, yeah, but Trump also told them they were going to need more security leading up to the thing. And offered to deploy the National Guard or whatever it was. I, I don't want to get lost in the semantics of it all, but you know they know that they turned down or told him no to additional security for the week for the event. Right, they were there. They had they had them there. My boy was part of that. He was there because he he called me that night when they started shooting the fireworks off because they was asleep. They jumped up and said it's going up because they had them so pumped up with just the lies. Yep. And I was telling them, no, it's just fireworks. Ain't nobody at the inauguration. <laughs> All right, Chris. Appreciate it, brother. You too. Yeah, again, I, I will never change my opinion. You know, whether even if I'm wrong on this, as they say, it's easy to trick a man. It's hard. It's hard to convince him that he's been tricked. Sure. I mean, and, and I, I'm going to be no different concerning this because I just, I know what I saw in my own eyes. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't believe that Trump had fake electorates or any of that stuff. I think this is all a all a scheme. Well, Trump. we're going to see. I mean, they're apparently they've got the evidence in Michigan. I don't know about. Of I think there was other they, states. Of course, they have it in Michigan, a blue state. Well, was Trump really trying to overturn Michigan? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona, as far as I recall. But that you know, the whole thing about January sixth, we see. The videos and everybody I mean, you argues can maybe about. convinced me that he tried, was trying to overturn Georgia or something like that. If, if but Michigan, apparently that's what the Michigan Attorney General has said. But here's I mean, what Clay, but they think, were the ones in there counting the votes and putting the cardboard up and kicking people out where you couldn't see there in Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I think they filed federal court cases again. Federal courts denied them, and that's the whole thing of this. Every court in America has denied anything Trump has said. The only thing that I would say to this too, though. The, I think we look at January 6th in the terms of the, the riot out there, right, or the whatever. And I don't think that's the crux of it to me. I think that, you know, I've never been the one saying Trump organized a, an insurrection, you know, on yeah. that day. That, I felt like that was a little – I think it was just a bunch of people got together and are idiots. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that's just what I think. Well, it, but, kinda, it reminds me of that scene in South Park where they were reenacting the Civil War and they were drinking on the s'mores and they decided to have a real Civil War yeah, a, right. until, they, until they ran out of s'mores. Yeah, I just – you know, it just doesn't – it just seems like if that was somebody's plan, it's a really, really bad plan. Yeah. And so that's why I never thought – but what I will say is the fake elector thing – it's got some meat to it, and that's a problem for him. If that happened, now I don't know the Trump again. I don't know anything about this yet, so I don't know if Trump. They're alleging he sat in, in a meeting because they haven't told us yet what their evidence is, mm-hmm. or whatever. I do know that you know Jack Smith has met with about every witness that you can talk to that was close to him. And what I did read last night is one of the things that they're trying to prove is did Trump know what he was saying about the election was a lie, and if did he tell his inner circle that? If he did, did they have this conspiracy? to push the fake electors. And I think that's going to be his best 
legal case against him if that goes through, if they have that evidence. Again, we don't know what evidence they have. All we've seen is a target letter. So Here's what, you know, and I don't want to get in the, the meat of all of it because I haven't read it all, but I'll say this. This upcoming election is, we, we, we use the saying a lot. I've heard Joe Biden say it. I've been saying it. Everybody says it. It's going to be a battle for the soul of America. I mean, and if you're about, you know, Democrat, criminal first, no, no borders, corrupt government, banana republic government, you're going to vote blue. If you're about true First Amendment, you're about the Constitution, you're about getting this country back on track, you're going to vote red. And if don't you don't like I, a transgender bathroom, then you'll vote red. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> you, you know, it's going to, it's going it, to, I don't think the, the destruction of America. <laughs> I don't think the muddle exists anymore. Yeah, it does. And I, I kind of, you know, they keep talking about these independent voters. And I think, and and I all think this. the other side, finish my point, I think the other side sure. is going to jail. Okay. I, I think either they're going to lock Trump and his people up. Mm-hmm. And if Trump wins, yeah. they'll have no fury. The, the, the Biden's down. I mean, I'm or going to jail. And that's really sad, isn't it? That's the point we've got to in our politics that we're going to just jail each other. For well, the, I, and, I think and, we can honestly say that it, the, your side took it here. Well, I mean, I, you know, we've had that debate before. I mean, I think also this started in the 90s with Clinton. Yeah, and I mean, different thing. I mean, they didn't put Clinton in jail. Well, they didn't put Clinton in jail, but they surely, I mean, then they also went after, I mean, I didn't say what Hillary Clinton did was right. I don't think that either with the email stuff, but I mean, the locker up was y'all's thing too. So, I mean, I'm just saying, we're, this is, and I'm not saying, look, Clay, I'm not talking about who's right or wrong in this. What I'm saying is we've gotten to this point where we're all trying to put each other in jail. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, that's what we're doing these days. Yeah, the, the crowd chanting locker up and the politicians actually doing it are two different things. Sure, but there was an investigation by the FBI to do They didn't do anything. I mean, but, that's well, your point. I mean, you have to investigate. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine. Yeah, they should the, have investigated the, the, the that. Stuff. I mean, you yeah. have to. Sure. I mean, I'm just saying, but I, my, this is my larger and point. And frankly, is, if nobody's above the law, that's what they keep, that's what they keep screaming. Nobody's above the law except the damn Bidens. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's been and Hillary Clinton. And I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what's going on. It's been a there. I mean, they've, you know, there's been issues with them and they're, well, actually, I don't know. Hunter Biden just pled guilty. So he's definitely still, I don't want to say he's above the law. He just pled guilty the other day. And he allegedly just dropped more cocaine. He probably dropped some cocaine or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I'm and, just and, saying. And, he and that's, that's, just, that's just on that. We still got more of this, this IRS stuff. And more, there's more. There's so much I mean, more he got just, prosecuted, though, right? Know, there's so yeah. much more than just that little deal. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like, and we've, you and I talked about this many times. I mean, Hunter Biden sucks. Everybody agrees that. He should get prosecuted. I hope they put him in jail forever. That's yeah. fine with me. I mean, um, I'm just, my point is, man, I mean, we're, we're, we're never going to stop doing this. No, I we're mean, just, ne- this is going to happen. Like every side is going to be like, your side is unethical and you're a criminal and it's just never going to end. I, you know, I, I, I think there's going to, I, I know it sounds hyperbolic. I think it ends with blood in the streets. I hope not, but I'm worried about that, man. I'm worried about, you know, I actually was talking to my dad on the phone this morning before the show. What I'm concerned about is let's say that Jack Smith's got a, case whether let's say it's a good case let's say there's evidence in trump organized or sat in meetings organized fake electric conspiracy even if he's guilty let's just assume this for a moment even if he's guilty this doesn't end well for anyone Mm-mm. because it's just going to make there's still going to be people that are gonna be like well you um you guys went after him for stuff that was kind of bogus which we've agreed on that before is the the porn star thing yeah it's a joke russia right? i mean the russia thing ended up where he didn't wasn't involved so there's all this like where the Democrats end up looking like the boy that cried wolf at, to, to a certain point. And then now if there's something he actually did do, and I'm not saying he did, let's just assume for the sake of argument that he did do it, then no one's gonna, there's going to be a big part of the country that's never going to believe it. 
They're never no matter no matter how much evidence is out there, some whatever whatever it is, they're just not going to believe it. So it doesn't matter. So we're at this point where we're just. It just it doesn't matter if if someone is guilty or not. It's the politics of the whole thing, and it's just I mean it's ripping us in two. And I th- I'm just scared about what what occurs during all this next year. This is how you create a Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You yeah. know, obviously I would yeah. never ever you know do anything like that. But I'm just saying I understand how you push somebody to the point of hating their government mm-hmm. so much that you create a Timothy McVeigh. It doesn't take but one dude slightly unhinged. Yep. On one side or the other, I'm just using Absolutely. him as an example I mean, um, to to do something really, really stupid, and I'm convinced that's what they want. I mean, they need that. They need that trigger pulled, that hairpin pulled, that that grenade pin pulled, and thrown into the powder keg and let it blow up so they can go to full totalitarianism and start running us like a. Um, uh, you know, like like a like like I don't know. Pick a country that's enslaved its people, take all their guns, do all that. Yeah, I just um, I just hope I am concerned that we're gonna we may get there next year, um, and that's a that's a really and that's that's something all of us should be concerned about because again, it, I don't think it matters whether you're right or wrong anymore. It doesn't it just doesn't matter anymore. It matters who's in charge and who hates who. That's that's, that's it. That's it. That, that is it. That right. is absolutely it. Let's take a break. Come back. Hey, the gun's in your text line. Hadn't mentioned it today. Wide open, 769-241-1944. If you want to chime in on the phones, give us your thoughts on all this, 601-879-0002. How does it all end? What's your thoughts? We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. This segment Going to be brought to you by the Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo. It's next weekend, July 28th, July 29th, Friday, Saturday night at the Mississippi Coliseum and Fairgrounds, downtown Jackson, Mississippi. Security will be provided by Capitol Police, amongst others. So you'll be safe down there, I can assure you. So uh, don't let that prevent you from getting down there. I know we talk a lot about Jackson, but we also talk a lot about the Capitol Police and the great job they're doing down there. <clears throat> and uh, they one thing they have for sure done is they have fortified the fairgrounds where there's an event down there. <clears throat> and for the first time in a long time, since records were kept, the Dixie Nationals this past year, not a single vehicle was broken into. I, I know that's not something to necessarily brag about, but it had gotten out of control down there prior to the Capitol Police. Not a single reported break-in at the Dixie Nationals this year. I tell you that to tell you, you can go to the fairgrounds and feel safe. Andy Gibson and that team have done a great job down there. Get down there. Check out the Killebrew Memorial Rodeo. It's going to be a blast. And uh, I've got some free tickets for the Friday night to see Chapel Heart. If you can't make it Friday night, um, get out there Saturday night. Apparently, up-and-coming country music superstar Drake Milligan will be playing. Uh, I'm not familiar with Drake, but even my mama asked for some tickets for Drake Milligan. So my mama's heard of him, and I hadn't. I've, uh, I need to catch up on the uh, what's popular in music. <laughs> today but uh look if you want a pair of tickets text the gun uh, you know what i want to i'm going to start collecting some email addresses that's actually i'm going to make this benefit me i want some email addresses text me not text me email me clay at wyab email me your favorite closed jackson restaurant 
And I'm going to pick a couple people because I had some people that won tickets that can't go. So I've got a couple extra pair. I've got three pair of tickets I can give away today. I'm going to go through them. Tell me your favorite closed Jackson restaurant and why it was your favorite. Like, what was your favorite dish there? You know, put, put a little effort into it. And I'll pick three winners. I'll email you all, and we'll announce the winners on air tomorrow. I think that's fair. And uh, I'm going to be able to save your email addresses and add it to my my uh, my mailing list. I'm trying to compile one in case I get canceled. <laughs> all right. So, uh, anyway, but if you want to buy tickets in the meantime for the Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo next weekend, Killebrew rodeo.com get you some great tickets the tickets i got are to sit on top of the bullpen right there on the shoots on the floor best seats in the house so these ain't just no uh regular seats these are the seats and you'll be down there with me if you win for the friday night too so uh maybe we get to hang out get to meet you and all that good stuff all right sean yeah all right i enjoyed the segment about trump you know i think it's we both agree we're all we're all we're in a bad position, in, whatever America, side you're on. I think that's where we're at with that. America is a powder keg. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a really bad thing. It's, it's it's a bad deal, and I just don't know how you put it back in the box. I don't either, man. I wish we could go back 30, 40 years where you know just normal fighting. It just wasn't yeah. this kind of stuff. You know, I mean, you know, it, it really is. It's, it's and man, I, I know you're on the other side here, but Trump broke your side. I'm not saying you, mm. but he broke y'all's side. And it ain't been the same since. I mean, whether it was the the pink vagina hat marches, the the fighting Trump supporters for wearing a hat, or just, just every calling everybody a racist. I mean, it, it just got ratcheted up. I think you know. Trump, you say you say my side, but here I look at it a bit a little bit differently than that. I think he broke politics in general you know i don't i think trump to me is and i said this a million times trump is whatever you want him to be one moment he's for transgender rights yeah he broke i mean one minute he's for transgender rights you know saying okay the bathrooms are fine with me and the next he's like i'll ban transition care for everybody he's what you want him to be that's the way he is the way he's always been i think he broke politics in general where and that is what the world and that just happened to be that he was on the republican side i mean i think he very well could have been on the other side depending on what he wanted to do he is that guy but he is such an anomaly in our politics that we haven't seen before do you think he would have won if he had ran as a democrat not on the same kind of platform obviously i mean i don't think he could have talked about you know immigration or or whatever but i think there were some things that he said obviously the bernie voters were really fans of him because they switched from you know Hillary to him, and that's one of the ways he, reasons he won in 2016. And I think um, I think there was things message that he had a populist message that appealed to a lot of people on the left. And I mean, I don't know who's more left than the Our Revolution Bernie folks who who flipped to yeah. him. And um, so I mean, I don't. It's I just he he as a political figure has changed our politics. It just happened to be that he was on the right uh, at this at this certain time. And I, I mean, there, there's, you know, there's obviously, I think there's obviously a lot of bad, but I think there's some good too. And the good part that I think was what you just said is he broke our media, which needed to happen. Somebody needed to do that. And, and that's because it's just something that it was, it, that was building for so long. That, mm-hmm. that, kind, that issue was building for so long. And Trump was the first person to call that out, you know, like it or not. I mean, he really was. He was the first person that actually said, this is what's going on. And he manipulated the media, and he was good at doing that. So uh, that, that's, that's the way I look at it. It's not so much like, did he, is he owning the Democrat? I don't think he's anything. I don't think he's a Republican, to be honest with you. I, I don't. I just think he is himself, and he's this political figure that's done that. That's the way I look at him. Yeah, look, the, the media thing – 
I mean, look, it's it goes back to it's hard to admit you've been tricked. Mm-hmm. We were all tricked by the media. I don't know how many people really can honestly say I've known it was fake news for twenty years. Sure. I mean, sure. unless you're unless you were literally just in the minutia and you knew that it was that it was propaganda. Yeah. I mean, but our our media was legitimately propaganda, and it's made me go back and question. Every historical story. Me too. When I watch documentaries now, yeah. going back to World War One, World War Two, yeah. Vietnam, Watergate, whatever. I'm like, yeah, but what was really true? Well, let me give you a good example, Claire, that we can relate to locally. Okay, it's like the Victor writes the history or whatever. Oh yeah, no, I'm talking about the uh, just the water crisis last summer. Yeah, if you looked at the national media, the portrayal of what happened here wasn't what happened here. And if you were here locally, you knew, because mm-hmm. you knew you follow it and you read about it. Well, maybe not everybody did, but I know you did, and I did. Yeah. And, um, and it, it was, it, it was you know, incompetence. There was, right. It was an incompetent staffing issue at the plant, which, is, which happens in, I'm sure, many other cities. I mean, I don't know about to the degree of this one, probably not to the degree of this one, but the media painted a narrative that they wanted. That they wanted it to be about like decades of racism or whatever they're talking about, and I'm not saying that that didn't occur in terms of the pipes, which is a separate issue from the water plant. Mm-hmm. But they mixed the two into one issue, which it wasn't, and that's the issue that I had with it. I said this was a you know incompetent staffing issue at the plant that they that they didn't, and then eventually, if you notice, as that went on, the month went on, some of them started reporting that. Very few Kingfish actually was the one who kind of really pushed that locally mm-hmm. and had a really good breakdown. But then I started seeing some national. I think even the Mississippi Free Press finally wrote an article about it too. That if I recall that correctly, that it started coming out. Wait a second, this ain't about the pipes. Nobody staffed the water plant, but that's not what NBC wanted. That's not what. Mm-hmm. That's not the narrative that they, they wanted out there. And I think so. I mean, it's just that just gives everybody a local example of what the what the media can do and I, I they do it on the left and the right by the way it's not just sure. liberals that do this so and that's what bothers me what you're talking about questioning things in the past because like what narratives were painted to us in 2005 that now we're like wait a second maybe that's not the way it happened or what that's the way we should think about it i know and and it's a betrayal of trust yeah yeah you know, so you're the, these media organizations are kind of a public trust. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be, yeah. And and when you go back and you're looking, you're like, what else have you lied about? Yeah. And you know, it all comes out in the wash. It does at some point. I mean, even even not, not to make not to be funny here, but I think this is serious. Even the UFO denial stuff for so long. Mm-hmm. And this goes to our government too, not just the media, obviously. And you're starting to see that that wall is starting to crack, man. They're mm-hmm. starting to have to say, okay, we can't continue to hide this any longer. And you actually have invest you actually have investigative reporters doing their dang jobs mm-hmm. and investigative. You know, unfortunately, you know, you look at all the again goes back to the media being broke. You look at how they were so intense on investigating everything to do with Trump, but so little is investigated about Biden. So little is questioned about Biden. But it's like all of these accusations, I will call them that right now because it ain't factual, but it, it mm-hmm. looks factual. Uh, the the stuff with Burisma, the stuff with Ukraine, the stuff with the tax evasion, the stuff ten percent for the big guy, you know all these things. If that was Trump, I feel like the media, these investigative reporters mm-hmm. who all apparently lean very liberal mm-hmm. on a national level, aren't investigating these things. Yeah, you know it's interesting that you bring that up. It's like the what do you guys call it? The legacy media or mainstream media yeah. is is always kind of bent left. It's always been bent on left, and the other, I guess, maybe more independent or. What are, are alternative or right. media? Yeah, alternative media are more right sources, and, and then of course, I mean, there is obviously 
Fox News is a huge big media, which is right, yeah. right leaning in. But um, I wouldn't necessarily call it legacy. To me, legacy is ABC, NBC, CBS. Okay. I mean, and there's then, all... then, then you have like newer media, cable media, CNN, Fox News. Mm-hmm. Those are independent ones. Then, of course, you have the, the, the legacy guys, NBC, ABC, CBS, that have their news divisions that are now cable news, MSNBC, et cetera. And that portion, right. And then you can just like watch CNBC and watch stocks all day, which isn't yeah. that bad if you ever really don't want to get too political. Fox Business, too. Yeah, 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 Fox Business. You can turn on those things and it's not too political. Hey, we got to take a break yeah. real quick. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Karan. We'll read some of your texts when we get back on the Guns and Gear text line. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards Show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.